Welcome to the Cooler Conversations Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Smiley. If you're new to the show, welcome. If you're not so new, welcome back. And if I'm welcoming you back, please be sure to hit us up on the social medias, all the outlets, Gmail, whatever you guys do. Guys, we got a reintroduction of a guest today. She was on episode 27. It was probably the worst audio this show has ever put out. And I would like to reintroduce Miss Bree Hines of Bree Hines Photography. What's up, Bree? Hey, Tyler. What's up? What's up? Not Thanks much. for having me back. Um, I'm excited to be here, so I appreciate it. Absolutely. I feel like I need to put this on the record, though. Um, big apology. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Don't apologize. This is, I love this little setup you got going on. Um, and I'm here for it. So, well, perfect. I know the first, so just to kind of give you an idea how the last one went, um, basically I had it on my phone. I was sitting on my phone and the little app, obviously I sent you a link to that. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of trash. So (laughs) (laughs) okay. We're redoing it. So it doesn't matter. Essentially. Um, this is for anyone that's listening. The little bit of a uh, difference here is we're trying out zoom. I've tried out cameras before I've tried out everything. So I actually am seeing Brie. This is the first time we're yeah. doing this. So yeah. I'm here okay. hoping that the audio <laughs> holds up for this too. Cross our fingers. <laughs> Absolutely. So obviously it's been over a year since we last mm-hmm. chatted. I think it was like June or July. Yeah, it was was it 2019? No, it was in the middle of the it apocalypse. It was 2020. Yeah, in the middle of the apocalypse. Yeah, I swear that year is like I, don't, I can't even. I feel like I just like try to get it out of my memory. Like I just for, forget what happened in 2020. So, I, is it weird? Like, do you feel like? I mean, obviously you've had a huge change, and we'll go over that here in a bit. Yeah, but yeah. Like, has anything significant happened to you, or is it just kind of all blurred? Yeah, I feel like it has been a blur. Yeah. Um, and I know we'll talk about like business stuff like that. That changed a lot with the pandemic and everything. Um, but yeah, I feel like it, it was just kind of a blur. So. Okay. So my question is, obviously, there was something huge that happened. We're going to build up to it. We're going to build up for the yeah. audience, yeah. the huge thing yeah. that happened. Um, <laughs> okay. But one thing I was going to ask, because last time you were doing this as a side hustle, Mm-hmm. And then you join the ranks of everyone else with the great resignation. <laughs> yes, yes, I did. It's been a long time coming. So I, um, I've been wanting to do this full time for a long time. Um, definitely, I probably could have went full time earlier, but it's just scary making that jump. You know, like mm-hmm. you have this set job, and I went to school. I got my master's degree. Like I had this, like I'm gonna do this forever kind of thing, and then. I had a little bit of a tough time, like switching gears with that. Um, but I'm really excited. Like, I, I just feel like this is my passion and um, something I've been wanting to do forever. So I'm really thankful that I decided to take the jump and and go full on in. So we'll Absolutely. see how it goes. Was there, I mean, I, I always ask this because it's, I feel like it's, it's tough these days. Did you have anybody yeah. that was like, no? Oh, yeah. <laughs> A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, especially like, you know, probably I've, I've, I've probably for like two years now, I've been like, I'm going to do this full time at some point. Mm-hmm. And, you know, along the way I've had people be like, well, what about like health insurance, which are total like 
legitimate concerns, you know, or what if you're not booking enough or what if this happens? What if that happens? And, you know, and those are things that I consider beforehand too. I mean, obviously those are things that, you know, that people think about and everybody wants, you know, you to be successful and, and not do something that's going to be too crazy, like financially or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, so I get it, but, um, I think I got to the point where I'm like, I'm consistently booking. Like I know how to run a business now. I know how, um, to do everything. So I feel like this is the time to just go for it. So absolutely. I, I said last year at some point that I feel like the, the pandemic, the 2020 was going to separate those who say they were going to do something and people who actually do something. Do yeah. you feel like that's an accurate statement? For sure. Yeah. The way, like I had, didn't really think about it until you just said it, but now that you say that, I think that's so true. Um, <clears throat> I feel like people have kind of like, you know, figured out their like priorities and stuff with the pandemic and just figuring out like, you know, and things have changed a lot, especially like with photography, for mm. example, you know, with weddings and everything, there was, there was a time where I was like, I'm really thankful that I have this other because weddings were like being put on halt. People weren't getting pictures. Um, everybody was, you know, really just kind of following the, the protocol and everything. And um, <clears throat> venues weren't allowed to have weddings. So it was just kind of like, you know, I'm really thankful that I haven't gone full time at this point. But then once everything, you know, kind of got back to normal as far as having weddings and that kind of thing, um, I feel like I'm to the point now where I'm like, I'm glad that I had that, you know, I had my job last year when everything was going on, but now I'm ready to just like go full force into it and do what I've been wanting to do for a really long time. Absolutely. So I think the, the ultimate cherry of the fact that you started your own thing, we're going to just jump into it because I find this so awesome. (laughs) So you, you had probably, probably the coolest thing that could happen to someone who just like just started I'm going to be yeah. building it up. I swear to God, I'm just building it up. Do you want Drum to say, roll. do you want to say what it was? Yeah. So I'll, I'll kind of like, hopefully I won't ramble too much about the whole story, but yeah. So essentially my photos from a wedding went viral, like crazy viral, um, which is just crazy to even say. Um, so long story short, this couple, they had planned their wedding for the pandemic. Um, they, I think their original date was, um, September 2020. And um, obviously with everything going on, they're like, we're going to put it out for 2021. Um, They decided to go ahead and get married. Like a lot of couples have been doing, they went ahead and had like a little ceremony in their parents' backyard and got officially married, but they're like, we're going to have our like wedding celebration next year. Mm -hmm. So they scheduled it for 2021 and um, the bride got COVID. So they had to, I know I'm like, oh, these poor, this poor couple, like they just kind of or have it every thrown at them. So she got COVID. She's like, okay, we're going to reschedule for November, 2021. Um, which actually it worked out good for me because I had a baby in August. So, um, I was actually going to have to have an associate shooter go to her wedding in September. Um, but because it was later, I got to go. So I was like really thankful. I was like, Oh, well, this is kind of, you know, a good thing. So I get to their wedding and I walk in and I see the groom and he does not look good. He's sitting like, I don't feel well. Like I'm going to try to go to the, um, what is it called? Like the, the minute clinic or whatever to get mm-hmm. some fluid 
some medicine and then I'm going to come back. Like, I'm just gonna, I need, I need to get some medicine and then I'll be back. And we're like, okay, yeah. you know, you go ahead and go and then come back. So he tried to go, they wouldn't see him and he came back and he's like, I'm literally dying. So anyway, long story short, the ambulance came and got him. He went to the hospital. Um, guests started arriving. The bride is like completely ready. She's like, what do I do? And I'm like, well, the guests are arriving. There's food here. There's a DJ here. Like, why don't you just like celebrate, you know, with your friends and stuff. And then um, if he makes it back, he makes it back. We can always do like a ceremony after the reception or whatever. Um, And I was like, and if it's too dark to get portraits, we can get them like on a different day. Like, don't Mm -hmm. even stress about it. We'll do whatever we need to, to like, make sure that you have a good day. So so anyway, he didn't come back. You know how hospitals are. They take forever to like do anything. I mean, he ended up coming back, but like at the very, very end. So anyway, it's like time for the reception. This poor bride has like walked around to everybody saying like, have you heard about the groom? He's in the hospital. I'm so sorry. And she had to do that over and over again, poor thing. Um, so we thought it would be funny to make a fake groom with a steamer. <laughs> And an iPad um, with this picture on it. And we were like, oh, this would be so funny if she like walked into the reception uh, with this. And the guests just like totally took to it. They were like posing with him. They were dancing with him. Um, We called him Stick Gannon because Gannon is the name of the groom. Mm. He was like all over the dance floor. His legs fell off a couple of times. Like it was just she fed cake to him. And like it was just it was so funny. Oh, my gosh. So the venue made a, a TikTok with the mm. videos from went viral. Like it just went crazy. And then people magazine and like a bunch of other different things had reached out to the couple and wanted to do an interview. Um, they're very much like, I don't want to be in the spotlight. Like, you know, I'll, I'll do the, the interview with people, but that's kind of like, you know, where we're going to keep it. Um, just to kind of tell their side of the story. Yeah. There were some people being mean to the bride online about it because she decided to go on with the reception, which they didn't really understand the whole story. Cause once you hear the whole story, you're like, Oh yeah, that makes sense. But um, anyway, so they wanted to tell their side of it to kind of explain what happened because mm-hmm. people were kind of seeing the pictures and the videos and didn't quite understand. So anyway, so it went, yeah, it was on people magazine and then everyone saw it from people magazine. So it was on the tonight show with Jimmy Fallon, the today show. Um, it was on the Drew Barrymore show, I think yesterday, um it's just been crazy like people have been reaching out like all over the world someone from like czech republic is that how you say it anyway they yeah. like reached out like, yeah, i don't even know how to say that um they're like can we put it in a magazine and i'm like sure so it's just been absolutely crazy oh but God. very cool at the same time <laughs> so like you're seeing your name your business name on like the corner of the pictures and everything Yes. Yeah. So like I'm watching the Today Show and it's like the picture and it's got my name right there in the corner and I'm like, what? And of course, like all my like friends and family are like freaking out and like texting me and they're like, did you see your name on the TV? I'm like, oh my gosh, so crazy. That's so so awesome. Did you take that? Do you take that as like a sign that like anytime anyone who was like, you know, what about that health care? And you were like, (laughs) right. Um, yeah, no, I feel like, um, you know, Trey and I, we're very like religious and we, we always pray about, um, you know, what, what's going to be, you know, the best thing. Um, and I prayed for a really long time to figure out like what I needed to do with like my career and my business and that kind of thing. And, um, I feel like it was kind of like a sign from God, like you made the right decision. Like Mm -hmm. this is 
where you should be. So, um, I was really, and I had so many like amazing, like friends and family just like reach out saying like, I'm so proud of you for like following your dreams. And like, this is a sign that like, you're, you know, doing what you're supposed to. So it was really, um, it was really heartwarming to kind of have that happen, especially right after kind of taking the jump. So I think I, yeah, I, when I, when you posted that you had gone full time with it and then that happened, (laughs) I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> right? I know. I was the same. Yeah, same thing. I'm still kind of like in shock that all of it like happened, just how fast it did, but very thankful too. So. Now, if I may ask, this is kind of unrelated to you, but yeah. what, what was what was the trash people were saying online? Oh my gosh. So, you know, people see the video and they just assume that Christine is the bride, um, that she was like, oh, I'm going to have this wedding, like whether the groom's here or not, uh. which is the complete opposite of she is like literally goals. Like Mm -hmm. she is the sweet person in the entire world. She, I just felt so bad for her. I was like, I would be in the bathroom crying and like sobbing right now if this happened to me. And she was just like, you know what? I don't care about any of this. This is like not a big deal. I just want to make sure that he's okay. I want him to go to the hospital. I want him to get, you know, better. And that's all I care about. And she was checking her phone constantly to make sure he was okay. She was like showing us pictures from him at the hospital. As soon as he got there, she like, you know, cause he came back to the venue at the very end, it was like 10 o'clock, but she was just going to drive him home. Um, he got there and she like went to the car and just, I have a picture of them from like when he got there and she's like hugging him and giving him a kiss. Like, and he's, you know, still just like kind of out of it from mm-hmm. me in the hospital, but it just like shows you that like, all she cared about was like him getting well. And like the, the wedding was like not even on her mind. She was like, we're here. We'll eat while we're waiting for him to, you know, get well. But like, as soon as he gets back, I'm leaving, I'm going home. I'm taking him back home. Yeah. You know? So is there a, is there a picture of like iPad Gannon in the background? Well, (laughs) like, why is he back? (laughs) Yeah. That would be funny. That would see, I needed you there. You needed to like come up with that. (laughs) picture of them holding iPad Gannon. So uh, um when he, yeah. I was like, you're gonna have to pose with him while you're here. And he's like so out of it. He's like, okay, fine, whatever. It'd be funny so. if that becomes like their running joke, like in all their family oh, photos. Yeah. He's like like with his kids and like, then there's oh, Gannon. No. <laughs> That's hilarious. I'll have to tell them that. Like you need you need to bring stick Gannon back for for all your pictures now. That's so. so crazy. I imagine what was their what was, what was her initial reaction? I mean, obviously, if it was COVID the first time and then this time, yeah. like, what was, I can only imagine. It was just like, what are she we doing? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, I mean, at this point, like, we've been through it all. Like, mm-hmm. we're just going to flow and, like, there's nothing we can change about it. Like, he's he's got food poisoning. He's not well. Um, there's nothing to stress about, you know, we're just going to kind of go with it and it is what it is. You know, um, she had the best attitude about it. I, I can't imagine anybody else would have handled it the way she did. Mm-hmm. Um, even like me and my second shooter, you know, we were thinking like, Oh my, is she like, she seems like she's okay, but is she okay? You know, cause I wouldn't be okay. Um, you know, it's just like, it was a lot thrown at them, but they, they've been together for a really long time. I want to say like eight years. Oh, wow. Um, and they've, for over a year because uh, they got married in 2020 officially and um to them it was just you know whatever you know we're married we love each other it's it is what it is kind of yeah. thing so gotcha so i'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take a pause there because you started okay. full-time and you got a you got a staff now what's up with that that's awesome <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I, it's just, it's, it's just crazy how it all happened, but, um, but yeah, so, go take the pictures. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I obviously like, I love to be at weddings and take mm -hmm. pictures, but certain times where like, um, someone will reach out and like really want to work with me and I already have that date booked. So having like assistants that can still shoot, you know, their wedding, but I can do their engagement pictures. I can still edit mm. their pictures. Um, so it's a way to still kind of like, you know, work with me and have that experience without me being there because I'm already booked that day. So, gotcha. yeah. Are you still looking? I think last time we talked, cause I remember your big, your big thing is put them in the ocean and <laughs> yeah. take an awesome picture of them. Are you uh -huh. looking to do like a studio at some point? Like, do you, I, let me just take a pause. I, yeah. I hate this question. And yet I ask it every single time. It's like, what's your five year goal? But yeah. where do you see yourself taking yeah. this? Yeah. So, um, I think my goal is to grow my team and eventually be able to take on more weddings mm. and reach more couples, um, but still be able to be present with my family and, um, you know, do those, those kinds of things too. So definitely want to, um, kind of expand. Um, I'd like to do some educational stuff. I've had like, as soon as I went full-time, I also had like a lot of um, beginner photographers kind of reach out and just say like, Oh my gosh, I want to be where you are. And I get that because I was there too, doing the exact same thing. And I want to like help them get mm -hmm. to where they want. So, um, doing some like mentor sessions, educational kind of stuff. Um, I really like, I mean, my background is in school counseling, so gotcha. I have an education. Okay of, you know, educating people too. So, um, I would like to kind of, you know, branch off there too, and kind of do that as well as shooting weddings, but weddings will always be my passion. Like I just love love and I love like capturing people in love. So, um, I definitely want to be present at those as well, but kind of expand, you know, and be able to do more things. So Absolutely. I yeah. was going to, I was going to say, cause, uh, with, with the, how things are changing, everything is becoming more online centric and, mm -hmm. It's very, I don't, I can't think of the term, but like, uh, you're basically just freelancing more and more these days. Yes, um, yeah. Are there like specific partnerships that you, you've built now, like with specific venues? Like how does that, mm -hmm. okay. That's a great question. Yeah. So, um, you know, with, with being a photographer, a lot of it's like the marketing kind of thing. So, um, and I get this question a lot from beginner, like, how do you book people? Like, where are you finding these people? Um, a big thing of it is building relationships with vendors, like building relationships with, um, the venues, the wedding planners. That way, if, you know, someone books a venue and they're like, Hey, do you have any photographers you recommend? Um, you know, you can, you can be on that list. And then same with other photographers, building that community with them. If they're not booked, they can kind of say, well, I have a friend who's really good and, you know, kind of reach out to her. Um, and then obviously building the relationship with your client, it's all about client experience and making sure they have the best experience. So, you know, when they're, they're done or when you're done with their wedding, they're going to like shout your name from the rooftop, like hire her. She's amazing. Yeah. You know, that you're taking care of your clients too. But yeah, a lot of it is building those relationships um, with vendors and clients. So. Okay. Are you still staying primarily in the, like the triangle area? Okay. Yeah. So um, I, I kind of shoot everywhere. I have a wedding in DC next year. I have one in Jamaica next year. Um, I did one in Belize this past year. Um, I love destination weddings, so I'm totally down to travel. Um, I've shot in 
uh, you know, kind of like close to like Virginia, South Carolina, a ton in North Carolina, obviously, but I kind of go all over the place. So yeah, that's the, that's the life of a full timer. You go. Yeah. I just go. For are it. there, <laughs> are there locations that you want to shoot that you're just waiting for the right client to be like, let's go. Um, yeah. You're in Utah or Colorado and you're like listening to this book me to come out there and shoot your wedding because I love places like that at my friends um you you probably know her from high school Mary Meta she yeah. got, I did their engagement pictures in Utah um and it was so beautiful and so cool and uh, yeah I would love to go out back out west and take some pictures so that's definitely on my bucket list it'd be really cool to do like an elopement in Iceland like I don't know if you've seen pictures from there, but yes. this, so something like that would be like super, super cool. But yeah, so those are bucket. Oh, and Alberta. Oh my gosh. Gorgeous. And, um, what is that place? I can't think of it. It's in Canada. Um, anyway, any of those kinds of places I'm like, I am down to go. So you said Alberta, I was registering Alabama <laughs> for a sec. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Banff. I heard of Banff national park in yeah. Canada. Okay. That is like, on the top of my bucket list. So gotcha. elope there. Take me with you. I want to come take your. <laughs> I was going to say, we got a, we got a couple of listeners from Colorado, so hopefully okay. plug it in. Okay. Come find me, come follow me. Take me out to Colorado to take your pictures. <laughs> Absolutely. Kind of going into the direction of just kind of sticking with virality. Is there, mm-hmm. is there a point I, I'm going to just kind of, cause I know the ups yeah. and downs of things. If, yeah. is there a point where like you fear that you're going to hit that low point where like you're now comparing every shoot to potentially go viral? Well, I think like, I think with that one and I tell people a lot of the time, you know, that went viral because of the story and yeah. because of how Christine handled such a crazy situation in like the most beautiful way. Um, so I don't really see like I would like and I I am going to try to do better about like submitting to magazines and stuff. You can su- do like submissions um, for like real weddings to, to be in magazines. So I'm trying to make a point of doing that just so I can showcase my clients and um, their stories and that kind of thing. Um, but I don't see anything like crazy like this happening again, but I will totally take it if it does, because it's just been really cool. I feel like I have like bragging rights now. Like, hey, did you see me with Jimmy Fallon? Did you see my picture on Jimmy Fallon or, you know, whatever, but more of just kind of like kind of a cool thing that happened. But yeah, yeah. The re I guess the reason I asked that is because attention has become currency these days. And I see a lot of people, they'll go viral like once or twice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then it's like, then they beat themselves up because nothing is like competing. Oh, Oh yeah. No, I definitely, like I said, I feel like this is more of like, I get to say that I was on, you know, these things, but like, I'm not going to be like, Oh, nothing's happening from it or anything like that. I think it's just cool to be able to say, and I, you know, I can put it on my website too, like featured in people and that kind of, you know, might, I don't know, maybe convince someone to book me for their wedding. (laughs) But, um, but for the most part, it's just really cool to be able to say, so you charge them extra for the potential of maybe going viral. (laughs) get in people who knows Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> just room and you know we'll go from there <laughs> absolutely so going into 2022 are there i know you're obviously you know we're looking to build and expand is there any like major events that you're trying to get a part of like i instantly thought 
like this neuro, this she needs to be at like the cheer wine festival. She needs to be like killing it with these like local oh, awesome God. businesses. I know you were doing love um based cuz I know we've talked about that last time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Yeah. Yeah, I was as soon as I saw it I was like that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's it right there. Um no, I I have like a couple like retreats that I have planned, so just doing some there's one in Joshua Tree that I'm going to go to um in I think it's March. Um and just, you know, trying to like be creative and expand my portfolio and potentially book like, you know, book those clients who are out West and, um, be able to do some like destination kind of stuff. Um, and just, you know, one thing with photography is sometimes it's hard to, um, make sure that you're being creative. You know, you kind of like, you do all these shoots and stuff, but it's really cool to like do something just like out of the box. And, you know, it's not necessarily for a client. So you can be a little bit more creative and like Mm -hmm. spend more time, you know, trying out new stuff that you haven't done before. Um, So I think definitely going to events like that will be good. And then, you know, potentially, um, because I do have more time now, I could do some like bridal expos and that kind of thing, just being able to get my name out there more and um, have the time to do it. So gotcha. This is something I didn't ask last time. It just kind of popped with me. Is there anything that you do specifically if you feel like, I mean, you're an entrepreneur now, so there's ups and downs. Mm -hmm. What do you do to kind of spark yourself during the downs? Yeah. Yeah. I think definitely being creative um, and being able to do stuff that I don't necessarily have time for when I'm shooting. Like I love like um, sprucing up my website and that kind of thing. Um, So stuff like that. educational stuff love listening to like podcasts and um i've actually done a few courses and stuff and i just love learning new things that i didn't know about before Mm -hmm. doing that on like the downtime and like being able to apply that is like it like pumps me up i'm like yes i'm gonna try this like i'm so excited so doing things like that gotcha okay i just i i know the it's for me, like for a lot of people don't know this, you asked me at the beginning how the podcast is going and yeah. the honest uh-huh. answer, these guys know it because they're listening. This will be like <laughs> the third episode in a row that we're consistent. <laughs> yeah. but. So like, I always wonder if other people are going through that where they're just like, you know, obviously imposter yeah. syndrome is real. So I just didn't oh, know. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. Yeah. And I definitely get in those spots where like, I'll start comparing my work to other people and I'm like, Oh, do I suck? Like, you know, or like, you know, talking to my friends who are like, yeah, I booked three people this week. And I'm like, you know, you start stressing out, like, where am I, where are my people at? You know? Mm -hmm. Um, So it's definitely something that entrepreneurs struggle with um, consistently. And I think one of the big things is having community. Like I have some photographers that I'm close with that I talk to pretty much every day. And we just kind of like talk each other off the ledge sometimes. Like, listen, you're killing it. You're doing a good job. Like, you know, look at where you've, you've came from. Um, and having, you know, an outsider kind of like tell you, you know, from looking in being like, you know, you're doing a great job. So I think that's, that's one of the biggest things, but yeah, imposter syndrome is totally real. Um, so I totally get that. Are there points where like you're, you're in that mode, that mindset of like stressed out and Trey's like, you are great. Stop yes. it. Yes. <laughs> best my husband shout out to him for being like the best ever he is so supportive of me going full-time he is so supportive of my work he believes in me way more than I believe in myself like mm-hmm. he like you're gonna do it you're you're gonna book people like you know you're you're 
so good, you know? And he tells me, he's like, you need to increase your prices. Like you're way better than that. Or like, if I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to like second shoot because I don't have a wedding this weekend. He's like, you're not a second shooter. You're a lead photographer, you know, whatever. Um, so he, I actually had written on, um, I'm looking at it down here. It's like a little, um, a little, Mm -hmm. uh, note thing where, or like a whiteboard. Yeah. I cannot think say it's a whiteboard. And I had written on there like forever ago. This was like when I first started, I was like, you are going to be a wedding photographer in all caps. And Trey had seen it and he put, yes, you will like love Trey, like on the side mm-hmm. of it at one point. And then I booked my first like destination, like international wedding last year in Belize. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I totally did it, you know? Um, but having his support, like I, I wouldn't be where I am um, if it wasn't for him, like pushing me and telling me that I can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, because I do get into like, you know, my mind sometimes like, am I doing a good enough job? You know, am I, you know, am I where I need to be? And he's like, yes, you got this. So yeah, he's really supportive. That's awesome. Are there yeah. other points where, obviously, you know, like we talked about, you know, you guys are religious. So, is there anything that you've manifested also that's worked, or there's any like providence that's just like, oh my god, that any other huge signs for you? Yeah. So I think, um, you know, I I would get to this point pretty much every year where like because I have two kids and I'm because I want to be present with my family and I had a full-time job, I'd get to the point where I'd start like turning away clients because I I just didn't have time to do as many weddings. And, you know, I'd always get to that point every year. And, um, I feel like when I decided to go full-time, like I just like kept, I've been getting way more inquiries than I have before. And like, it just like all fell into place. And I just feel like I'm happier too. Like I really, I knew that like, this is what I wanted to do. Um, and I think just, you know, telling myself that I was going to do it eventually and praying about it and having trace support, um, it just kind of like all fell into, into line and, you know, getting those inquiries and bookings and, and then the whole viral thing, like all of it was just like, you're where you're supposed to be. Like, this is what you should be doing. So, yeah, I think those are really cool. I've, I've heard terms. I, some listeners are going to be yeah. like sick and tired because I've mentioned this before. <laughs> it's, um, it, the term I use is a uh, synchronicity. Oh, I like that. It's uh, basically like it's the idea that in the universe they just left you some breadcrumbs and you're picking it up yeah. and you're like, oh, this is this actually yes. works. Yeah, yeah. I, okay, so I totally love like um, audiobooks and mm-hmm. I listen to a bunch of like ones. Um, Jen Sincero. I don't know if you've ever heard of her. Uh, I think we've talked about this before because I think you had posted about books and I was like, you need to read all these. But um, uh, Jen Sincero right. is. And, um, it's a lot about that kind of stuff, like, like manifesting and like, you like the synchronicity or is that the way the word you said? Is she the one that wrote, you are a badass? Yes. You're a badass. And you're a badass at making money is a really good one, like for business stuff. But I remember like listening to those books being like, I know I can do this, you know, but it, it took me a while to get to the point where I'm like, I'm going to do it, you know, and a lot of them say like, as soon as you quit and you, you know, like you, you put in your notice and you're nine to five and you decide to go for it. That's when your business blows up because you are going into like this scary kind of like out of your comfort zone spot. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you're, you're putting all your focus into this. And like, I always say like what you 
what you focus on, you create more of. And I think she talks about that a lot in that book, but it's like, if you, if I'm putting all my focus into my business, I'm going to create more business. I'm going to continue to, to put energy into it and it's going to, it's going to grow. So absolutely. Yeah. Have you ever read, um, oh my God, it's on my shelf. It's, um, big magic. Uh, I, I think I read part of that one. Um, yeah, I read the beginning of it. I haven't listened to the whole thing, but I've heard that one's really good too. That one. But I think it's a lot like that, right? It's, it's a lot of this. Yeah, it's the idea that plays on the idea that ideas aren't, I mean, this, we're getting into some crystal stuff yeah. here, but like. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, I can talk about it all day though. I think it's so cool. <laughs> Um, it's funny. I'll, I'll mention this to some of my guy friends. They're like, what the fuck are you reading? Um, but essentially it plays on the idea that ideas aren't original. They pick you. And if you don't act on them, they'll go somewhere else and they'll find someone else. I believe that. I think that's so true. I think that like you do like same with this photography thing. I don't know if I ever, did I explain like how I became a photographer? You did, but the audio was crap. So (laughs) Let me retell you then. Um, no, my wedding photographer was terrible. I didn't get any pictures of me and Trey together on our wedding day. It was awful. And from that experience, I was like, I wonder like how wedding photographers usually set up their day. And I started like looking into it a lot and I ended up like being like, I want to do this. Like, mm-hmm. you know, just from that experience. And I could have easily just been like, oh, my wedding photographer sucked and not like thought about it again. Um, but I think that like, like you said, that idea picked me and was like, this is what you should be doing. Um, and yeah, it's just a crazy because I never saw myself being like an entrepreneur. My goal was like, go to college, get your degree, get your master's degree, get a career. You're good to go. Like that's, yeah. that's what my, my was I was not the entrepreneur entrepreneurial that is like the hardest word to say type um but here I am so yeah yeah it's crazy now we know how those college degrees did and we we're all leaving <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um I mean I'm thankful for my degree I like I said it's in um counseling so I feel like I use a lot of what I learned in uh grad school um in my day-to-day life like communicating and that kind of thing um, even with my business, I feel like I use a lot of like counseling related stuff just to, you know, um, to just better my life, better my business, that kind of thing. So I'm thankful for it. I'm thankful for, um, the work that I did before, you know, I worked with, uh, kids who are abused, neglected, you know, um, all that kind of stuff. And I feel like, you know, I was supposed to be there at that point, you know, but, um, at this point it's time for me to move on. So absolutely. Well, Bree, is there anything that I didn't touch on that we just need to hammer in to this podcast? Um, go for it. Like if you are thinking about, if you're like listening to this and you're like, dang, I want to go full time with my side hustle or whatever, like just do it. Like, and I know you hear that all the time and you're like, but, but how, you know, I said the same thing. Um, but I think if you, if you put your focus into it, if you, you know, continue to, you know, put the energy that you want into it. You're going to, you're going to do it. You're going to do great. You're going to hit your goals and you're going to be happier. So they go for it. Well, Brie, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the second time. 
um, a second time and hopefully our audio is better this time. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm going to, I'm going to quit this hobby if this didn't work. <laughs> no, you're not. You're going to time. I'm telling you. <laughs> um, where can people find you? Um, okay. So if you're on Instagram, you can find me. It's at Mrs. MRS dot Brie, B-R-I dot Hines, H-I-N-E-S. Um, my website is BrieHinesPhotography.com. Um, and those are the, the two main places you can find me. So, yeah. Perfect. Well, yeah. like I said, thank you so much for being on the pod. And, uh, yeah, yeah I can't wait to see you go viral five more times. And yeah. <laughs> I'll shout you out when I do. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you again, Bree. Having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Guys, if you enjoyed this podcast, please share with a friend, subscribe and rate this podcast on Apple. Follow us on Spotify. Everything that Bree said as far as links and descriptions, that'll all be into the audio comment. Well, I don't know what I'm saying. It's going to be in the description of the podcast. <laughs> Guys, Thank you guys again for listening. As always, this is the culmination of cool stories and the coolest people. This is Cooler Conversations. Later. <laughs>